Hello, and welcome to the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In this episode, we will be celebrating the spooky season by looking at the 2005 film, Twitches. In this series, we won't be doing a deep analysis of the film, or giving a bunch of behind-the-scenes facts, but rather giving our impressions of the overall film and giving a score to the film. So light your candles, prepare your seance, and enjoy this episode. <laughs> You're going to have to help me come up with more Halloween-themed things for, for the next two ones. Twitches is a 2005 Disney Channel original movie based on the book Twitches, or based on the Twitches book series published by Scalactic Press. A sequel, Twitches 2, aired October 12, 2007, as part of the Disney Channel's Hunt Toberfest, which they later would change to Bootober, I believe, or something. They came up with a different word that was much better than Hunt Toberfest. Hunt Tober. Yeah. The budget for the film was $20 million, or $30.3 million today. There was no box office. However, on its premiere night, Twitches scored over 7 million viewers, the best Disney Channel original movie rating at the time. The movie drew 21.5 million in the four airings on its first weekend and was the most and was the week's most popular cable program. It premiered October 14th, 2005. Directed by Stuart Gillard, story by Melissa Gould and Dan Bernardson. Based on Twitches by H.B. Gilmore and Randy Reisfeld. Produced by Kevin Lafferty. Edited by Robin Russell. Music by John Van Tongren. Cinematography by Manfred Guth. Production company Carler Singer Productions and Broomsticks Productions. Distributed by Buena Vista Television with a runtime of 86 minutes. Starring Tia Mowry as Alex Nicole Fielding, Artemis DeBar. Tamara Mowry as Cameron Cam Elizabeth Barnes, Apollo DeBar. Kristen Wilson as Miranda DeBar. Kristen Wilson oh, is only... This was a trivia fact that, oh. I, the, that Kristen Wilson was only nine years older than Tia T- and Tamara in real life. Oh, I believe it. They're yeah. very... They look... More like sisters than mother-daughter. Yeah, yeah, but she plays their mother, because that's that's Hollywood for you. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah. Uh, Sorry, go on. David Ingram as Aaron DeBar. uh, Patrick Fabian as Thantos DeBar. Jennifer Robertson as Ileana Warburton. Pat Kelly as Karsh Warburton. Jessica Greco as Lucinda Carmelson. Jackie Rosenbaum as Beth Fish, Arnold Pinnock as David Barnes, Karen Holness as Emily Barnes, Jessica Feliz as Nicole Carmelson. Very good. Yeah. Lots of names there. That lots of names. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so let's dive into the plot. Which I'll, I'll say before we dive into the plot, the name Eilina? Uh, uh, Ileana. Ileana. I really hate the way the capital I's are capitalized in like text documents that they, particularly when a lowercase L follows it. Because it, it just looks, looks like two L's. Yeah, it just looks like two lowercase L's. It always throws me for a loop whenever I'm looking at a, a name like that. I, I wish they would do dip, like the capital I's with the two Roman. Feet, yeah. yeah, like they, on them. But eh, what are you going to do? It's because you're using Arial. You use different. Oh, well, then it's my fault. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll have to change my font next time. There are fonts that do keep feet in okay. there. Well, That's what it's called when there's little bits at the end. The more you know. <laughs> Hi, I'm an English major and I work at a library. I know way too much about fonts. <laughs> I told Ashley earlier in the evening, off recording, that she needs to go on Jeopardy at some point. Because uh, when I play Jeopardy at home... Granted, I'm playing it at home, so I'm in a much more relaxed environment than the contestants are. But I do fairly well, and it's because I know a bunch of random facts. Ashley knows even more random facts than I do, so I think she needs to audition for Jeopardy at some no, point. No, see, I just spew what my dad knows. My dad needs to do this, because my dad will, like, spew whatever facts. I've literally won, like, random gift cards from, like, at, like, a grocery store once, because they asked me a random like, fact about a Super Bowl, because it was, like, right before the Super Bowl, and I was like, my dad was just talking about that the other day, so I knew the fact. It was, like, something about who's the oldest current, like, person who's won, like, quarterback that's run, and I was like, um, I don't know. Tom Brady, I would imagine. Maybe Brett At the time, Favre. it wasn't Tom yeah. Brady, so that, I was like, I know this answer. Well, I would imagine either Brett Favre or Peyton Manning. It was Peyton. Peyton Manning, okay. Yeah. At um, the time, I think you're pretty sure it is time Brady now, but yeah, I'm not going to cut any of this out because uh, <laughs> we're 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 kind of sidetracking here because neither one of us really like this movie. Spoilers for, for here's the thing: I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie too, but mm. it doesn't work as well because it just doesn't. Yeah, we it, talked about this. Yeah. This movie has so much potential in what the plot is, and it's just like, oh man. Yeah, uh, as you'll see in my summary here. I don't have a single note because I didn't think anything was worthy of being like, it's uh, really, yeah. I mean, there's some funny things that happen and there's some interesting things, but again, it's all very like, maybe if it was different people acting, like, we'll yeah. get into it, you know. So let's dive into the plot. Uh, magical twins are separated at birth by their protectors, Karsh and Ileana, when the darkness attacks their home world of Coventry and kills the twins' father through a war that is going on. They're survived because their father, Aaron, gave all his magic to the twins, and whenever they are together, they are safe. Their combined power is enough to fend off the darkness. Uh, For their protection, Karsh and Ileana flee Coventry and hide the twins safely in in a non-magical dimension, Earth. Carmen, or Apollo, grows up in an upper-class family and becomes a social butterfly. She wears a sun amulet and always wakes with the sunrise. She likes to draw, and unknowingly draws extremely realistic pictures of Coventry and her birth mother, Miranda. Which this was in our Halloween rec- uh, Halloween Town recording, I was referring to drawings. The drawings in this are fantastic, I will say. Like, oh yeah. yeah, like all those things are great. Yeah. And like, we learn like that uh, Alex was is writing stories about it too. Those are things about this that I'm like, this is such good plot. Like. Mm-hmm. I would love to read this. I've never read Twitches. Yeah, like, neither I, have I. Like, such good plot, but just such poor execution. Hmm. Alex, or Artemis, grew up in a middle-class home with a single mother, who recently died. She wears a, a moon amulet and is always up until the moon sets. She is a bookworm and is always writing stories about Coventry and their mother, unaware that they are true. On her 21st birthday, Halloween... Carmen and her friend Beth go shopping, while Alex goes looking for a job. At a fashion store, the two sisters meet for the first time. Alex goes running from the store, and Carmen chases after her. When she takes her uh, her hand in hers, their magic is released. 
Their bond as sisters, trying to understand what's happening to them, and to get to know each other's lifestyle. This is when they meet Karsh and Ileana, who tell the story of Coventry, which Alex has been writing in her journal, thinking it was only a story she created. Alex doesn't want to take any part in restoring Coventry's light, and leaves with Carmen. Cameron. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, Cameron. I would say Cam, too. Yeah. Or Cammy. Yeah, okay. Cam manages to convince Alex to stay, and the two bond and manage to cast a few spells, most of which cause something bad to happen to Karsh. Which, that was kind of funny. Like, yeah, I love the, that. Yeah, especially the paint can one. That one was pretty good. I'll but again, the, the, like, Karsh and Eliana are like, they're not really taking this seriously. And I'm like, yeah, because this movie doesn't really play up enough of, like, this is dire straits. We yeah. need to go. Yeah. Like, this is like, they're trying to be like, ooh, Harry Potter it. Like, we're learning we're witches. Yeah. And it's like, mm, maybe if we had more time, like run time, we could uh, inspect that and get that to work. But we don't got time for that. Yeah. We got like 80 minutes to get this done. <laughs> they, they come up with the name Twitches, a fusion of the word of the words twin and witches. Uh, which this is this predates Twitch, the streaming app. So, you know, that's... Go Twitches. Yeah. Go Twitches. <laughs> go Twitches. While at Alex's apartment, the darkness arrives suddenly and chases them throughout the home. The sisters use their magic and barely escape. Cam is now freaked out and doesn't uh, want to have any part of their destiny. She leaves for her birthday party on Earth. Alex feels as though she was abandoned and goes to Coventry on her own. She meets Miranda, her mother, and uh, Thantos, her uncle and stepfather. Also, can we talk about, like... Phantos, like that name, guys, and nobody thought like that guy was up to the bad, evil stuff before. Like Phantos, <laughs> yeah, close to Thanatos, yeah, the Greek, uh, yeah, god. like yeah. Greek god of death, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nobody thought anything <laughs> about this name. Well, that's also where Thanos from Marvel Comics yep. gets his name. Yeah, yep. Nobody, yeah. nobody thought anything <laughs> yeah. about this. You know, it's a- like I get it's another universe, yeah. but like, hmm. Yeah, agreed. While at Cam's party, the darkness once again attacks. She realizes who the darkness is, Thantos, and goes to her sister and mother after Karsh and Ileana were swallowed up by Thantos. She makes it there just as Thantos arrives. Then it is revealed that Thantos is really the darkness and swallows Miranda. He killed the girl's father, his own brother. Alex and Cam combine their magic of light and love to destroy Thantos. They restore Coventry's light and return uh, to Cam to uh, Cam's home, along with Miranda, Karsh, and Ileana to have cake. The movie ends with the sisters cheering, "Go Twitches! Go Twitches! It's our birthday! It's our birthday!" And that's all I really have on the plot. <laughs> I have a few notes here that it is revealed that Alex's real name is Artemis and Cam's real name is. Apollo. It is likely that they are named after the Greek Olympian twins Apollo and Artemis, but on the contrary, Apollo is a boy. Another allusion to the Olympian twins is that Artemis is the goddess of the moon, while Alex, uh, or Artemis, wears a moon amulet, and Apollo is the god of the sun, where Cam, or Apollo, wears a sun amulet. Thantos is also derived from Thanatos, the Greek god of death. And then there was also a deleted scene where their mother's amulet disappeared and it was like, oh, we're just, our real work now begins, like setting up a sequel. So, 
That's all you I know, have about the plot. I know. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, you, you want to talk? Honestly, about it? even when I was taking notes, I was like, "There's just not." It's very straightforward plot, I think. Yeah. But also, like, like the things that bother me are just like, okay, again, the things that I like, all the like artwork and them, and them, you know, t- thinking about Coventry and knowing about Coventry, Coventry even before they're there. Yeah. But you know, we discussed this that they are not good actresses at all. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, I remembered them being funny because they had that popular sister-sister TV show. It's been years since I've seen it. Maybe it wasn't that good of a show if I went back and my watched it. My dad always used to complain it was a terrible show, and I'm beginning to think my dad was right. So, yeah. like, I haven't seen that in, in a long time. But also, like, I remember loving this movie. Granted, like, I was the right age for this to be, like, a very good, like, fun movie. Yeah. So, like, my nostalgia clouds me a little bit on that, but, like, it's also not a good movie. Yeah. Like. It has so much good potential, and I think if this was, like, a series, or if this was, like, an adult film, like, if this was made on Disney Plus right now, like, just redone completely, I think it would be a great show. Yeah. I think think it suffers from being a DCOM, to be honest. They could even re- um, not, um, they could bring back Tia and Tamara to play, uh, um, Ileana and Karsh. Like, they, like they they could redo them with, like- but twins yeah. taking care of twins, yeah. Is there anything specific from your notes that you want to talk about? Or... I don't know. Because all I have left is my overall story. Oh, one of my favorite things. When uh, Eliana like, walks through that one wall and she's like, that was a really thick wall. This 70s wallpaper, it's going to scar me for a while. Yeah. Dead. I was dead at that. Love that. Yeah. Like, I I know you were saying that like Eliana and Karsh were just great characters and if it had focused on them. Well, that's in my overall score. Okay, (laughs) get on to your overall score then. Okay. I think we're good. So I wrote down that I had the Mandela effect happen uh, to me with this movie. I remembered it as an early 90s movie rather than an early 2000s movie. And I have to say I'm surprised that this came out in 2005, considering just how bad it is. The special effects and sets look cheap and cheesy. Can I say something to that? I think that's because DCOMs in the 2000s were probably worse. Yeah. Uh, because I, I'm telling you, it's because it's a DCOM, number one. I think that's something we have to, like, remember when watching things like this. Like, this was not a... Like, this wasn't even, like... Halloween Town was also a DCOM, but I think that's before they were really branding themselves with the DCOM name. Like, mm. Twitches was, like, in the thick of, this is a Disney Channel original movie. It's a DCOM. Aren't you excited? Yeah. And, like, a lot of hype went into those things. That's something that I do eventually want us to cover when we get there. Like, once we're done with the Disney movies and we get back to Once Upon a Time and then we have other things that we have planned in between. I would like one of our breaks to be covering DCOM movies. Oh, I think, God. I, I think that'd be a nice series to cover. And everything gets a 5 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's some that I really like, like the 13th year and... Uh, um, the Luck of the Irish. I I think that's the same kid from both of those movies, actually, Could now that be. I'm thinking about it. But uh, I, I liked both. And then there's that skater one that I really enjoyed, and uh, the house with the maid that came alive. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smart there's, House. Yeah, Smart House. There's some that I really enjoyed. I, I, maybe watching them now, I'd be like, wow. <laughs> but, <laughs> I feel like that would be but, the inevitable <laughs> issue. Is like We'd be like, oh, those are some bad movies. Yeah. But uh, getting back into my score here, uh, the storyline is predictable and boring, and the acting is very stunted. Also, the ADR work in this film is terrible. There are scenes where the actors are saying one thing, 
but their lip movements do not match up with the words at all, and I'm not sure if it was laziness in the editing or if the lines were changed after filming the scene. It really surprises me how bad I thought this movie was. I remember Tia and Tamara being very funny, but I didn't laugh at a single joke they made in the entire film. In fact, the only characters to make me laugh were Karsh and Ileana, uh, Ileana, and only once or twice. In doing research for this podcast episode, I found out that Tia and Tamara were originally cast in opposite roles, but a few days before shooting, the twins switched. Perhaps this is why the acting felt so stunted in the film, that they didn't have time to properly prepare, but then why switch roles? The only thing I liked about the film were the costumes, in particular the Coventry ones, and the musical score, which I thought was very well done. I actually think a movie where Karsh and Ileana are the protagonists would have been much more interesting with Alex and Cam as secondary protagonists. It could have been a real comedy about these two magical idiots trying to save their home world. Also, having uh, just watched Halloween Town for the first time, I can't help but compare the two. And despite this film, or despite that film having one fifth the budget of this one, it's much better. Practical effects rather than cheap CGI, acting that felt believable rather than stunted, and an overall better script. I know it must have been popular considering it had a sequel movie, but for me this was a dud, so I'm giving Twitches a 3.5 out of 10. I won't lie. Nostalgia hits me hard for this movie. I remember watching it a lot. I remember looking forward to every Halloween when it was on. I remember watching Twitches 2, but I don't remember what Twitches 2 was about, so that'll be fun to watch eventually when I'm like, oh, that's what this movie's about. I don't like the ending of this movie, to be honest, because I feel like it's like, so we're not just going back to Coventry? Like, I would go live in my magical castle. Yeah. My magical homeworld and help put it back together. That would be my goal, personally. Acting's really bad. A lot. You're right. The CGI. The CGI is awful, especially all the like castle scenes and the black yeah. swimming around the castle. I'm like, I don't know who who did any of this. Which that first opening shot of the castle, I was like, oh, that looks awesome. And then it starts moving in closer to it, and I was like, oh, this looks really bad. Yeah. Oh, this is just getting like worse. it looks epic, yeah. and then it yeah. gets terrible. Yeah. It's like surely we could have just filmed in some actual castles or something we yeah. didn't need to cgi the whole castle every yeah or just build a fake castle that you put a real camera to go around and yeah. stuff like a miniature like sorry yeah got, there's, got there's a lot of options they could have had yeah. um, i'm gonna give it a five out of ten though because i didn't love it didn't hate it probably would watch it again just because i like hate myself i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> but yeah i guess that's all we have to say about that really yeah, this is a nice short episode. Um, yeah. This has been the Once Again Podcast. Any questions, comments, or critiques, which I feel like we might get some critiques, given, given that I gave it such a low score, can be addressed to our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com. Follow us on our social media accounts, Once Again Pod, all one word, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com slash onceagainpod. As always, a like, follow, or share would be greatly appreciated. Thank you and have a wonderful day. And remember, we will entertain you. We will always entertain you.
Rumpelstiltskin always says that magic comes with a price. But for this price, you can get a nice piece of jewelry. Use code ONCEPOD for 10% off your first order at Unusual Magic Jewelry on Etsy. Click the link in the description.